1: This is Off-Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Off-Track with Hinch and Rossi. I'm not Hinch. I'm not Rossi. I'm your favorite part of the show, producer Thim. This episode is very special because we recorded it live at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Carb Day with hundreds of people in the audience. We brought on as our guests two legends in the radio world. They've had a syndicated show across the country for decades and did not disappoint here. Then we were lucky enough to bring on two great Indy 500 drivers. I hope you'll enjoy it. No, I take that back. I know you'll enjoy it.
2: Off-Track with Hinchin Rossi is a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing and highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Off-Track with Hinchin Rossi wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot, because, well, we think
0: it's the best.
1: Let's get this going. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome to Off Track, a very
3: special live show of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. I am not James
2: Hinchcliffe. I most definitely am,
3: <laughs> which yeah.
2: means that I'm not Alexander Rossi.
3: That's, that's a good thing for you.
2: It is a well, yeah, no, wait, what? Not being Alexander Rossi is a good thing for me?
3: <laughs> no, being James Hinchcliffe is a good thing for you.
1: Anyways, while well, they argue about this, thank you guys for coming out to IMS. Thank you to IndyCar Nation for hosting us here. Of That's course. it. We're done. When did Tim get spunky? <laughs> so in a mobile-first business
3: environment, you need to stay engaged with your customers and employees. Corano is a cus- communications workflow platform that powerfully connects people processes, software, and systems create better business outcomes for company in every vertical. Is
2: process the same as Don't process? Don't worry, you got, you got another time to do it at the end of the episode. Uh, is process cool. the same as process? I'm Canadian. Toronto <laughs> provides a full suite of tools to optimize business processes, see, and enhance <laughs> customer engagement, including voice, chat plus, SMS texting, conference calling, the bolt soft phone enterprise-level call center, and more.
3: Isn't it time your communications platform joined the digital world?
2: I think so, Alex. For more information, go to buildbetterworkflows.com.
1: I think they nailed it. What do you guys think? I think they nailed it. Anyways,
2: guys,
3: if you haven't already, join IndyCar Nation, the official fan community of IndyCar, and you can win amazing experiences and VIP benefits and sometimes be forced to hang out with us. At every race. Go Close. to IndieCarnation.com for more info.
2: Woo! Thank you, IndyCarnation.
1: You guys are the best. All right. Let's get right to the guests. Let's do it. Hang on. Do you guys mind if I introduce, because I'm, I'm a huge fan. This is, yeah, this is fun. You
2: grew up right. here. You, uh, this is your kind of a bit thing. thing. I'm, I'm from
1: Indianapolis, born and raised here. Uh, like a lot of you guys, I listen to a lot of Q95. So uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Bob and Tom from The Bob and Tom Show.
4: Hello? Great! We never get applause reading commercials.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, how was our first commercial read? What'd you think? Uh, pathetic. <clears throat> no, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> we got some work to do. We know that, yeah. guys. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hey, good to see uh, again, you. Yeah, big round of applause again for, for our guests. Tell me, are you guys Five Hundred fans? I mean, you're you know indie kind of locals. You've been been around a while. You're 500 um, you Five Hundred fans? You want to take that one? I couldn't hear a word he said. Oh. <laughs> Do you like the Indy 500? Oh, the Indy 500.
5: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It is one of the highlights of the year every year in this city. It uh, brings in tons of money, and I consume tons of beer, and it's a lot of fun. So that's different from a normal day. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Because, I mean,
2: I've heard the show. I wasn't sure exactly what the operating... Routine was there. Do you, do you come
3: for the whole month, or do you just come for Sunday? I'm, I live beer? here, so
5: I'm here all month.
3: All right. <laughs> just drinking beer. and
5: <laughs> No, we come for the whole thing. We uh, enjoy uh, every bit of it. It's one of the best Bob is camped things. here. Yeah, we camp across the street. We're here for the... Are you in the Coke lot? lot? No, I'm in the dry lot. <laughs> There's Where's no bud where I am.
4: I, be- I believe they call it glamping.
5: Oh, you're glamping. No, I'm not glamping. I'm camping. In a really,
2: really nice way.
4: Yeah, in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys uh, live on campus, or are you in a fancy
5: hotel?
2: No, we live on campus. Do you? Yeah, we're in the dorms. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. They need some updating. I'm not gonna, this place was built in 1911. I don't think they've touched them since.
5: <laughs> Still no girls after nine.
2: Is that how it works? Oh yeah, no. Absolutely. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's the boys' campus, and then Danica in a different <laughs> campus. It's very, <laughs> <laughs> very cleared out. All right. So so I, I, I got to ask you a question. You guys are obviously huge, huge deals here in Indianapolis. But do you find your kind of um, fame, for lack of a better term? a little bit different because a lot of people might know you by name and by voice, but not necessarily by face.
4: True.
5: You know, I, we both like it that way.
2: You like the anonymity yeah. of not yeah. having that. It yes. is nice,
5: actually. You go places and you know... Uh, Bob some, is
2: some much people more people know,
5: recognizable yeah, than
4: I am. I keep it very low profile.
2: I think it's the mustache. It is. It's a signature thing. Is there and ever I, a
3: scenario where people just are like, I know your voice, but yeah. they can't put it together?
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, some people do that. Yeah. Quite a bit. Now, how about you guys? Do you get recognized a lot?
2: Well, so yes and no, because we wear helmets for a living,
4: right? Yeah, good yeah but point. I, mean, I mean, the Honda commercial is ubiquitous, and by the way, that is a great commercial. Well,
2: thank you. Thank you very much.
5: That is, isn't that great?
4: It's yep. going to go
1: right to his head.
5: Why don't yeah. you put your face on the side of your helmet? I don't, great idea. Why has nobody thought of that? That's pretty clever.
4: Now, Hinch, are you allowed to answer this question? Are you going to be part of any of the broadcasts, radio and or ABC? Can you answer that?
2: Uh, I can answer that, and, and the answer is I'm not sure yet. Ah.
4: Don't you think Hinch should be in the booth?
2: Oh, seriously? Yeah. That's very kind of you to say. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I everyone don't. has
4: one more question, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I can't help it. Did your team know that everything cut off at ten of? Yes,
2: yes. It was me that didn't know. Oh, neither. either. How did? When were they supposed? Did they tell you? No, I, I guess they started doing it a couple years ago for TV or something. And like, I just don't read rules or schedules or things like that. So the team—I want to be very clear—the team was very aware. We didn't like mess up the timing. We weren't that. So stupid. if
4: you do the broadcast, do you know what time it starts? No, God no,
2: <laughs> absolutely not. No, when the green flag pulls—that's no. all I need to know. That's all I need so to know.
3: Speaking of time, you mentioned to me when the, the scenario went down that you had a clock in your car. Why? Like, Because you're, you're going to be on track and be like, I'm late for something? Like, what is the
2: point of that? No, the reason I have a clock in my car, Alex... Is that sometimes during sessions, right? I like knowing how much time we have for our last run. If I'm coming in, I'm like, "Oh, I want to make a change. Do we have enough time to make this change? No, how about we do this change?" And I can help the team make those decisions. I'm a team player. You should try it. (laughs) (laughs) So what? They don't. They don't have a clock. Alex, Alex,
4: you may want to reset his clock to. Eastern daylight time when he's here. <laughs> We're just going to set it 10 so minutes he doesn't fast. Miss the opportunity to We're going to set it 10 minutes fast. Now, do you take an iPhone into the uh, car? I take
2: it into the qualifying line on ovals when I sit in the car and I watch on the Verizon app.
4: The yeah, Verizon it. app is awesome. It's not bad.
2: It's not bad.
4: Can you look at it and stare and go, hey, look, I'm in turn one? <laughs> yes. It says I lifted. I didn't lift. That's BS. This thing's
2: crap. What's happening here? I swear I didn't lift. Well, you don't need two hands to drive an car. Look, so you guys yes, have been coming do. to this yes, race for a long time, right? Yeah. And as as guys that have been coming to this race for not as long, it's a nice way of saying that, um, I've heard a lot of stories from, like, the infield here back yes. in the day. Yes. Let's hear the craziest infield or snake pit or coke lot or Georgetown on Saturday night story that you guys have. I
4: have a real quick one. Okay. The band Train will be playing later on today here. Yes.
5: Yes. No, I that, was here that for that. Was,
4: that was the second train I've seen. <laughs> at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. <laughs> do we bleep that or what? Sorry, that's I a. Don't, you you don't, don't explain that to any children. I have to. Yeah, uh, no,
2: I feel like that's an advanced enough term that the kids are not really going to know what's happening. So yeah, there was that. There was, the was small a. small house.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. If you know the right people, and I'm sure you do, there are photographs of things that happened in the snake pit. Uh, primarily in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, 90s. That, <laughs> that are unpublishable. Um, there were some great, the Indie Star had a, a wonderful thing on their, uh, I get the star on my phone, they had a bunch of great photographs of cool stuff here at the track, a lot of it in the snake pit. Okay, we do have one classic story. Bob, you know where this is going. Um, in is this eight, the bikini 80, contest? Yes, the bikini contest. Oh, is that boy. 84 or 85? Yeah. 85.
5: 85. 85
2: born in 86.
5: Well, You know what? You, when You, you, when you, hear you missed story, out on one of the you, best you, moments in racing history. When you hear this
4: story, you may want to know who your real dad is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Bob and I announced that we're going to have a bikini contest in the snake pit on, the day, on the day of qualifying.
2: Yeah, were you competing or judging?
4: Good question. <laughs> judging? Okay. So, we get here, and of course, there were tens of thousands
5: of people here, and um, a guy pulls up in a pickup truck... With a gynecological examination table. With stirrups on it. Uh, needless to say, we had to cancel the contest, and we were escorted out by police on horseback. <laughs> totally
4: Believe true. Believe it or not, today's
5: the first day we were allowed back. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: ban was just lifted, 2018.
4: Yeah, so uh, the guy, seriously, he had, a, he had welded a gynecological set of stirrups on the back of his pickup truck. So you can see the Me Too movement have changed things a great deal. <laughs> yes, indeed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my so, God. Yeah.
4: A, lot of, a lot of weird things. There's been this. some
3: weird stuff. So aside from not welding medical devices to pickup trucks, like, is there any advice you would have for first-timers at the 500? Hydrate.
5: That's actually, like, honestly, legitimately good honestly advice. God. I mean, you could pass out and... Get uh, very sick if you don't hydrate. Yeah, you got to pace yourself. And the experience here now
4: as a fan is uh, so much better than it was before because of the amazing screens. And if you have the Verizon app, you can actually figure out what's going on. Plug. (laughs) Uh, I'm not. uh, Verizon doesn't pay me. Verizon doesn't pay us. It's a great app.
2: Seriously, you got to get the. uh, Oh, security's here. That's Keaton, everybody. Sad Keaton. Um, So, so funny. Funny story about that. I, uh,
5: my very first... Um, How old were you, first one? 500. My
2: first 500, I was twen- 20.
5: Oh. 20. Yeah, but, as a fan, to,
2: to come to. I mean, I watched them since I was a kid, but I came to my first one the year before I started kind of competing. So okay. Indie Lights in 09 was my first time kind of being involved, you know, I, and I lived in Indy. I was living in Indy, doing Indie Lights, Freedom 100, which ran today, congrats Colton Herda. Um... Yeah, excellent drive, very entertaining race for anybody that was watching. And uh, I was walking to the, well, first of all, I nearly didn't make it in time for the driver's meeting because apparently there's like a lot of people that come to Carb Day. I didn't know that. <laughs> Nobody told me. Uh huh. So I
1: nearly missed So what meeting. you're
4: saying is being places and being on time is an issue. Not my forte. Nah, Check. Not my not, forte. Not since
1: he got the clock in the car.
4: Yeah. And now yes.
1: he's good. Now he always knows what time it is.
2: I always know that I'm late. Um, and I was walking to the driver's meeting, which I think was at uh, 9 30 in the morning or something like that on carb day, first carb day. And as I'm walking to the driver's meeting, I see a guy being picked up off the ground and put onto like a stretcher on one of those medical gar- golf carts. Yep. Already just belligerent, absolutely passed out, drunk. And I'm like, man, this Indy 500 thing's pretty for real. Like, the race is in two days. It's 9.30 in the morning. This guy's already getting carted off. You <laughs> you Interestingly, guys know how to that's party. also
1: how James and I met.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And Thim now produces the podcast. So, yeah.
5: You were the cart driver. Is that what it was? No. No, Alex <laughs> on the back. Alex, how about you? What was your first year here? 2016. How'd that go for you? <laughs> Never mind.
4: Nobody cares. It worked out. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that the one you won?
2: Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, I believe nice.
5: it was.
4: Nice. Oh, was
2: it? Did you win that?
4: You
3: were on poll, and, and he got it, paid in American money, sat by on the way. Pole around here, so. yeah. oh. <laughs> the
2: second poll I've sat on at Indianapolis <laughs>
1: Too soon, too soon. Oh, too soon for you? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'll get you next time.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can stay in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is askofftrack, or you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram or Snapchat story. We're also taking emails at ask at offtrackpod.com and phone calls at 317-731-2372. If we like what you have to say, we'll mention it on the next show, so you better make it pretty good. Okay, uh, you guys have had a lot of experience uh, interviewing other people. Who is the best interview? Who's the best interview you've had? And that might be tough to narrow down, but like give us a couple of the ones that are like either you, you did once and knocked it out of the park or they came back repeatedly and you always look forward to it?
5: Uh the the greatest interview I did was uh, Paul McCartney that was out right of this on. world. He was wonderful and uh, surprised me.
2: Is that because you were like a huge fan? And Absolutely. So
5: you kind of it's because oh, yeah. you had a fangirl over him, but he was, was cool? I was it. a screaming schoolgirl. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, it was yeah.
4: It was I get it. Was it. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. He was real cool. Um, I, I, I said to him, um, I, you, he had said in an interview that everybody plays this one song wrong. Yeah, Blackbird. Blackbird.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? It's a
4: real tricky thing. Yeah. And so I said to him, um, uh, he was playing it again on that tour, which I, I was about to go see. And I said, have you ever, and he announced on stage, he goes, everyone thinks they know how to play Blackbird. They don't. They all play it wrong. So I said, "Well then, can you tell us how to play it? Maybe do a YouTube video." And he goes, "No."
3: <laughs> <laughs> so was wow. he was he in Indianapolis or did yeah. He, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Yeah, he's he I saw him I've seen him in several You've seen him in a whole bunch of cities too.
5: Yeah, I've seen him in well, about five different cities, yeah.
4: I don't I don't go to concerts on school nights. Sure. So I usually have to fly places. I'm going to Madison Square Garden in New York to see Clapton again in the fall. And
5: Love Clapton. I'll,
4: I'll find out where the Eagles are sometime this summer and go there because all, all the good shows seem to be here on weeknights. And I get up at three in the morning. So
5: I don't by, by choice,
4: <laughs> or do you, do you have by choice? You wake up at three in the morning. Uh, yeah, it's in order to get oh, paid. Kind of I have to be fate. there. Yeah. It's kind of like driving a race car in order to qualify.
5: <laughs> you, you, oh my
4: god. <laughs> You have to be in it. Now, I called my boss and I said, hey, look, could I start the show at 9? I got a new partner. His name is Hinchcliffe.
2: (laughs) He is free. We're going to tell him
5: it starts at 8, and we might just make it on time. You know you should end this uh, podcast 10 minutes early just to throw him off, see what happens.
4: (laughs) I think Mr. Hinchcliffe deserves a round of applause for taking all this (laughs) great...
5: he is a class act and had some bad luck thank you sir that's one of the things about being a race car driver you have to take the ups and downs and you've already had some downs and uh, you've come back just flaming i think you're an unbelievable story you really are thank you sir appreciate that yes
4: i've been very lucky do do you have a really cool scar i got a couple yeah. Do you show it to people on? <laughs> so
2: some of them aren't in super like showable places. Uh, if I'm totally honest with you, but I got I got like a seven inch one, kind of like right down my stomach there, which is kind of <laughs> cool. I've got a twelve
4: inch one, but. <laughs> oh, we're talking about <laughs> prove so it. So sorry.
1: Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> twelve I think now inch. We know I Come on. So many kids. <laughs> sorry, couldn't
2: help myself. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's all right. We can't use most of this podcast already. So that's fine. fine. We'll just... <laughs> yeah, we oh, can. wait. This one's live.
3: <laughs> oh. Sweet. Cool. Cool. So, Tim, do you want to... Uh, uh,
1: should we do Battle Royale? Sure. Round one. Fight. All right. So, for Battle Royale, uh, for those of you who don't listen, the rules are I'm going to give them a category of people. All we right. have to imagine that category of people are in a massive fight, a physical fight, and they choose the winners. They lay out their case. Usually, I'm the judge, but since we have a live audience here, I'm still going to judge it. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll ask. I don't know. You just so, all get to hear him be wrong in his final answer. <laughs> so uh, I think today, we, we tried to do pop divas before, and uh, it didn't work because obviously Beyonce was going to win, and that just wasn't fair. Oh. So we're limiting it to... 80s female pop stars or 80s female pop divas? 80s female pop stars. Okay. Yeah, so who would win in the fight? Come up with who would win in a fight. You got to fight your
5: argument and also debate as to why our choices are stupid. I would take a, a 80s pop star. I'd say Pat Benatar. It's a good choice. And why? Hit me with your best shot, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually That's a pretty fair. good argument right
2: there.
4: It's all alone. I think I'd take Madonna. All right. so well, I I yeah, Benatar,
1: Madonna. Let, let's hear the rest of them, and then I want to hear the K. I want to hear the reasons why. Who do you think?
2: It's Celine Dion's not an. No, 80s. it's not Celine Dion. No, she's not everything, and she wouldn't win in a fight. She's French Canadian. <laughs> Who saw Paul Tracy and Alex Tagliani go out at it in, in San Jose? Who won that fight? Won Alex. <laughs> I love him, but it won Alex. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. hold on, guys, oh, give so us some ideas. so you guys get to ask the audience yeah, no, I'm going to use my, my, my lifeline. What? Cindy is a pretty good choice, actually. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. But why, though? Why, Cindy? Because she's a goonie. It doesn't make her a goonie. Wait, when was Cor- Corny Love was 90s, wasn't she? Because that chick's crazy.
1: All right. She well, while well, James what? pulls everybody, yeah, doctor, Alex, do you want
2: to go? Your brother, who's you a doctor, you go. You go. You, I'm gonna look somewhere. Chris, be quiet. <laughs> Explain um, why you choose Whitney, even bodyguard. though that's what I She has chooses. the bodyguard. That's not allowed in a fight.
3: He used hit me with your best shot. All right, come use on. The bodyguard. That's personal.
1: But the bodyguard's a different it's person. It's a movie based on her. <laughs> but have you seen how authoritative his mustache is? He could say anything for any reason, and Great it's already point. gonna get a lot of traction. Him mm-hmm. and Tom Selleck can literally get away with murder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, are you still, are you, James? Do you wanna? Do you wanna chime in? You wanna pick one? You're Tina Googling Turner, 80s divas. Tina Turner. Oh,
2: that's it. There it is. That's the one I was looking for. All right, there you go. Make, make your Tina cases. I think Tina Turner's got it. Make your cases. Because have you ever who's seen Tina Turner in concert? Okay, I'm proud to say that I have. That woman's like hundred now, and she still rocks. She's got more energy and spunk and pizzazz. And she would fight if she had that hair. That but she knows she, how to fight. Come she on. likes
5: it nice and easy. No, no. <laughs> Stephen, <Tyler. laughs> we have
4: a winner. Wins. I think yeah. that wins.
2: I think that wins. That could be a winner. I know. I just think Tina could. I think she could. You know. I think she could throw one back.
1: That's just. What I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, I mean, how do, do we determine wanna, we d- a winner here?
4: Do we get to defend our pick at all? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You make your case to defend hear the your arguments. pick. Oh, you said hit me with her best shot. Oh, yeah, I already have. Yeah, but <laughs>
1: Pat Benatar is tiny.
4: It's not yeah, a good thing in a fight. Very, very small.
5: Powerful, though.
1: Is, is Madonna known for her fighting? And her, I mean, she's height. known for a lot in the 80s. I, uh, Madonna I think has done so many kegels
4: <laughs> that her leg kicks would be devastating no but
2: here's the thing Madonna I mean Madonna's such a diva that like if it wasn't you know like blessed by some you know uh guru? Taiwanese mountain guru water before the fight she wouldn't be able to fight you know That's and then true. she'd fight with an English accent for some reason no. which nobody no. understands <laughs> why she does that so like good. I, agree. I, I don't think that I don't think
1: Madonna's got it all right guys, who who do you think win? Do, do we think Pat Benatar is the winner of this fight? Absolutely not. Madonna? Yeah. Yeah. Tina, Tina Turner! Yeah. Whitney Houston? Yeah.
0: Still good, still good.
1: All right, well, I think I think that settles it then. I, I think we're going with uh, with Tina Turner. Tina Whatever. Turner. That's right. All right. Well, She's got moves. Literally, Bob and
3: your argument was she has energy. Like, that's just the stupidest. You thing didn't ever. even argue anything. Man, let him have it. You are, he needs it. It's yeah, fair. He needs a win. I was kind of disappointed Scott didn't give it to him.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 <Too soon. laughs> All right. Well, Bob Gavoy and Tom Griswold, thank you guys for guys, coming on. So much, our pleasure. Appreciate
2: it. Keep it going, guys. Keep it going for Bob and Tom. Really appreciate you guys coming out for the first live show of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, a CastBox original production. You subscribe can
3: po- wherever sus- you listen to podcasts.
2: But we prefer if you did it on Castbox. We think f- they're the best. We think they're pretty darn swell. CastBox has also pioneered a brand new way to search. All you have to do is enter a keyword or a phrase and CastBox will search all show titles and transcripts of every single episode to deliver exactly what you're looking for. So head on over to your app store, download Castbox, and try it for yourself today. Not tomorrow, not next week. Do it today. I, I mean, I feel like you all have service, so you should get your phone out. It's weird you're all looking at Why us is still and not at your, your phone. There is you go. Insane. You're not listening.
3: Have you ever wanted to wave the green flag? That would actually be really cool. I be have. an honorary starter or take a two seater ride? Also. Alex, tell me how I can do it. Well, James. Join IndyCarNation. You can win VIP experiences at every race. Join IndyCarNation.com to sign up today. You could probably actually wave the green flag this year.
1: Love it. Okay, um, uh, so we're getting to the second oh, half of the show. I see what you did there.
2: I see what you did there. It's funny, except I'm pretty sure Chris Hemsworth is doing it, and he's kind of a big deal. So I don't think I even could do that. So
3: yeah. you're not the god of thunder?
2: No, I don't have a giant <laughs> hammer giggity. I, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, we're getting to the second part of our show uh, it is Indy 500 week, so we want to talk to some drivers. Uh, We're sitting right here, Thim. We want to talk to some good drivers. Well, actually, I
2: mean... You want to talk to multiple drivers that are in the race. I get it. I get it. I get it.
1: <laughs> uh, we got we got somebody else coming, but while, while he's here right now, let's get it started. Ladies and gentlemen, Connor Daly... IndyCar's most
2: popular driver of 2017, amazing racist. You know what I mean. You know what I mean by that. He was on the amazing race. Amazing racer. Oh, that came out wrong. <laughs> driver of the U.S. Air dot com, Tommy Burns, Dale Coyne. I, I You say it. I don't know. What's hey, the official? Hey Connor.
7: The number 17, Tom Burns Racing, Dale Coyne Racing, with the U.S. Air Force Honda. With Br- brought Energy. to you by Monster Energy. With Monster
3: Energy, times two.
1: Nailed it. Yeah.
3: How you doing, man? Hey guys. How's, How's it going? going? How was warm-up?
2: Yeah, how was so Carb Day, last time on track before the big day. Uh last time to tune the car. Yeah. How was your rocket ship? Uh we session? you know
7: what? We're we're not in the most wonderful position, but uh we're we're out there and we're we're trying to figure it out. But uh just haven't found the right, uh, the right goodies yet to put in there, so we'll see if we can uh, f- make that one final change for race day.
3: So yeah, I think a, a lot week. of people here and, and the people that listen to this podcast want more racing-related things. So okay. give us your take on the 2018 IndyCar. What are your thoughts? Well,
7: considering I've been a, a spectator, it looks great. You guys are no, doing... No, no,
3: no. I'm saying here, this, this whole month of May. Oh,
7: I mean, I've, there's a lot of nice human beings out here, a lot of nice people, uh, which is great, I think. Uh, it's been really hot, uh, which has been terrible. Uh, and when you're not racing full time, you, you start to get back in the car, and there's a lot of sweat that is produced that hasn't been produced in a long time. It's hot. So,
2: At least it's sugar free sweat. Well, as they say, in yeah. Case. Um, so, Connor. Yeah. Qualifying. This is awkward. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me how it felt when you bumped me out of the Indianapolis 500.
7: Well, I was crying if it makes you feel any better. I don't think you were
2: crying for me, though, bro. I think you were crying because you were proud to get in the show, which you deserved to be in. You guys did a great job. That's a horrible question. That's a horrible question. It doesn't matter. Tell me what it was like for you, because obviously that was a not great situation to be in. No. That was a good catch, guys. Yeah. Swear a jar, but like, like, look, look. I'm, I've been talking about this all week. Please I know. tell me about your you don't think bump day. I have day. been talking about. I want to hear. I want to hear it from someone else. Tell me. Tell everybody the shred. Like, yeah. bump day is as nerve wracking. Yeah. It's, it's worse than the race. It's worse than yes. anything else. Those couple those last half hour, the last thirty minutes of qualifying.
7: Yeah, I mean, we were obviously not in the position that we wanted to be in. You know, neither of us were. Um, we had found a significant issue with our car in the first run. So we thought, okay, let's go back out, maybe be a little bit more conservative since we now know what the car is going to do. Way too slow, so peel every piece of downforce that you can off the car and hope that it's okay, which obviously is terrible. And then the engine's heat-soaked and everything's heat-soaked and everything's losing power and it's all your hopes are going out the window. But, you know, we just, I just put all the weight jacker all the way to the left Front bar soft and just tried to make it as free as possible and uh, hold my foot down and you know we we produced just just enough I mean that was it I mean it was just enough to to get in and technically it wasn't me that bumped you out it was Davison so yeah, that's, he's a, that's yeah, not fair, good for him yeah. but, you're,
2: but you're you're just happy I didn't go out
7: well no I no well I mean I would have been okay with you going out because I was 32nd. So if you would have oh, got that's 33rd, true, yeah, that's a
2: good point. A good
7: then point. it's okay.
2: Great point. Great point. But so has, I had like
7: one safety margin.
2: You bring up you bring up a good point. It's something I don't think a lot of people realize when we when we qualify here at the speedway. There are certain parts of the cars that we want to be really hot. Yes. There are certain parts of the cars that we want to be really cold. And that's how you get your best time. So when you go out and do that first run, in a lot of ways that's the best scenario for you for a lot of components yeah. on the car so when you're coming back in and having to throw on new tires peel off more downforce and go out not good to go faster is actually a really big accomplishment because there are a lot of things working against you when that happens so kudos to you and the, and the crew to get Thanks, that done man. because that is not an easy thing to do at that point thank you i Alex- uh, so
3: yeah. connor i'm just sorry I feel so bad. Okay, can we, can we, this is really depressing. I don't want to talk about this nah, I love you guys. So can we talk about how, obviously, this, this is a huge deal for you to be here this year, um, and a huge hats off to, to all your team and everything for <laughs> what you've accomplished to get everything together. It's no easy feat to be a part of this, this race. You told me something last night, which is amazing. I think people want to hear about it. Tell me about who's on your left front tire. Oh,
7: well it's really a family run effort here at the yeah. at Tom Burns <laughs> Racing cool. team. This is cool. My little brother Christian is twenty one and he's changing my left front. And um, <laughs> has has he ever done a pit stop? Nope. He has has never he done ever before. changed a tire? Nope, not until okay. today. And my cousin is one of my spotters too, so and he has never
2: spotted before. It's a truly family yeah. affair here at Tommy Burns so, Racing. That's it's cool, man. It's so really if cool. anybody's
1: looking for a job, Connor needs yeah. three other tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So while we're talking about qualifying, Connor's Day, Alex, you were one of the top-running Hondas all, all month, week, whatever you want to call it, long. And then when it came down to uh, Sunday qualifying something happened and you did not end up where you wanted to end up
3: so yeah no we just it was quite simply we had a tire puncture so uh on the right front which made it pretty impossible to do anything so do you need air in all
2: four tires it's, to do well? it's helpful okay i was not sure yeah. i'm not an engineer yeah. i'm not sure kind of
3: similar works. to having a right front wishbone
2: i don't think wow. it's similar because you finished your run that's fair. I didn't. I yeah. finished with half a car. Hey,
1: uh, ladies and gentlemen, who's this attention? guy?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we are now graced by the presence, right on time, as Penske drivers always are, <laughs> by the driver of the number twenty-two Menards Penske Chevy Firestone Delara. Keep going. Starting from the middle of the front row, Mr. Simon Pagino. Thank you.
6: So you so, bought a Coke. I I didn't want to be on time. It would have been too Penske-like.
2: That was. Oh. What it? You guys are as a group pretty like five minutes late for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are uh, so cool with your tucked-in shirts. They and have your to press lopers. their slacks, bro. What's that? They have to press their slacks. That's why they're always late. That's true. They do have to like iron the pants and make sure yeah. the creases are like super sharp. Super super starch. More more aerodynamic that way. Yes. All right. So Simon, you are welcome. Thank you so much for coming to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi and today Connor Daly uh okay fine mm. uh we're on the topic of qualifying uh you're sitting with three people who had a really bad weekend and you had a great one so why don't you kind of bring the mood <laughs> up a little bit what's that like because you're looking at uh, 31st 32nd and 34th in the field <laughs> tell me all about your uh, qualifying weekend Wait. very impressive performance
6: it was good yeah the car was uh i think chevy did a really good job this year with a lot of power and uh, yeah we know yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, reverse reverse table from last yeah, year. that's
3: so, cool for you. Uh,
6: that's
2: my th- fault,
3: by the way. Sorry. Oh, but we're that. still very so happy
2: and proud to be driving for
3: Honda. Uh, absolutely, I have my Honda Pilot outside. But was wow.
6: such a soul loser.
3: <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, yes. You did
6: really well. <laughs>
2: you did really well the last two years, didn't you? Yes, thank you. Okay, so, so the, the Penske guys were like pretty so dominant. dominant. They were pretty <laughs> dominant all week. How come you let Ed beat you? No, I mean, the car was,
6: cars were really good. Um, the guys did a really good job at making the cars as close as possible from each other. I think that's the biggest statement, Tim Pensky, this, this month is um, four cars of the same speed. And that's rare to see because it's, uh, it's a speed factory here. A little difference make a big difference in speed. And uh, they did a really good job. So um, we did everything we could. We trimmed as far as we could on the car and, and went for it. But... Um, this wasn't enough for Ed. Uh, we had a little bit more speed, but uh, super happy with the performance.
2: So today, carb day, final hour to tune the car. How was your car in the final practice? I, it,
6: was, it was very good. I was very happy. I actually, I got anxious. You know, Actually, I think the car was better than me because she felt so good that I started thinking about crashing it. So I was like, mm, if I crash it, that's really dumb.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's usually. Yeah. I'm no racing upon. driver, but, you know, that sounds yeah. dumb. So then
6: I, I backed off, kept backing off, came backing off, and then I said, okay, let's call it a day. The car fit really good, and uh, when it comes race, they will go for it. But, um,
2: yeah, she was great. So given that, you know, it's the last chance to tune the car. I mean, literally, these guys put these things in a trailer, and in 48 hours, they'll strap in. They'll go start the biggest race of the year. Given the car that you had, what would you say your ideal spring package was for Carb Day? Asking for a friend, front, yeah. front rear gears, yeah, front right. rear wheel base, maybe like what Re- front rear SCG, maybe rear bar. Just the fans want to know. They they're really you guys yeah. are really technically you guys want to know, right? right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I will tell I you the diabetes. secret.
6: Please tell me. I tell you, there's one <laughs> secret. Yeah, Kemba.
2: Camber? That's it. Liar. That's the hot ticket. Liar. Right there. Right from where that 228 came from in qualifying was Camber. I knew it. It's all Camber. It's all Camber. There you go, guys. This literally doesn't affect me at all. This is for you. I was trying to help you too. Thank you. I (laughs) I need a lot of help. I mean, I've already got it all. (laughs) Got all the cambers.
3: (laughs) All the cambers. (laughs) What an amazing job. So I asked Connor the same question. I mean, what are your thoughts on the 2018 car around here? and... Um, just in general, I mean, I guess the road course car for, for these guys, but also this, the super speedway car.
6: Well, the road course car for me has been a bit of a struggle. Um, I didn't adapt really well to it. We, we really had to change the philosophy of our setup on the car to make me feel comfortable with it. I, I was lacking a lot of stability. I was having a lot of issues with feeling what the car was going to do. And therefore, I couldn't unleash myself into the corners and really challenge we just found what i like at the grand prix so i was very very happy with that and i can rebuild confidence but on the oval it was the other way i actually feel better with this aero kit um, just because the car feels uh, more drivable you know you feel the grip in a different way it's more stable and um, i like it i like it i think there's more driving to it i think you have to take care of your tires more um, so, so far, I've liked it. It's difficult in traffic, very hard, but uh, I feel like a better car is going to show more on race day. So I think it's a good reward. Uh,
2: you and Joseph Newgarden have been embroiled yes. in a very thrilling online battle. Big round of applause. Woo! I've got to say, you guys have had, you both had some really good ideas. You pulled off some really good, for those of you that don't know, Simon and Joseph are doing an autograph battle, signature It's over now. It's over. I know it's, I'm getting to that. I'm (laughs) getting to that. That's what he says. It was, it was, it was escalating nicely. You got his sign at the front of the speedway. He got your motor home. Uh, He got me good on that, yeah. And then you pulled off what I have to say is one of the best pranks I've heard of. In Indy Car racing, for those that don't know, Simon, Thank why don't you, you explain what happened? Me? Yeah, I don't speak English. Do you want me to explain it? You should. Yeah. So long story short, they rigged Joseph's road car with GoPros, told him it was for some sp- sponsor thing or some video thing they were filming sent him to a sponsor dinner. And as you pull out of the racetrack here, as most of you know, you can't turn left. So what does everybody do? An illegal U-turn as soon as you cross over that barrier. We have to tell you not to do that. (laughs) So they knew Joseph was going to do this, because that's literally what everybody does. And uh, Simon had contacted, I guess, a friend at uh, Indianapolis Police Department, IPD, and he was sat in a cruiser outside the speedway waiting for Joseph to make this move. That was the best part of it, just riding in a cup car. Must have been on. Awesome. Without without the handcuff. Did you, did you get... Big change for you, huh? Big Real different experience. Big change. Real different experience from yeah. the last time. Much better. Did you get to hit the siren button when you pulled him over? No,
6: no. They were all like going and lights on, sirens was on. I was like, oh, oh this is great. So
2: Joseph pulls over and this is all on film because there's GoPros in the car and his reaction's priceless. He pulls over into a strip club parking lot because that's what you do. <laughs> and the car... Cop... Well, yeah. I
1: thought I saw you guys there. <laughs>
2: The cop walks over, tells him his plates are expired. He made an illegal U-turn. Joseph's being very polite and cordial. He goes back to the cop car. He comes back and hands over a ticket that is just giant Simon Pagino's signature on it. And the minute he sees it, his, the color just drains from his face. And Amazing. Simon pops up in the passenger side window. It was brilliant.
7: It's The best Joseph reaction it was the I've best. Ever seen in my
2: life. He was... Oh, my God. He knew. It was one of those things where like he didn't want to admit how good a job you done on that one. It's like, why didn't I think of that that was a good one? That was but weird. it's done now, right? Like You, well, you I, win.
6: I'm ready for more. Uh, I already thought about more moves, better moves. <laughs> I'm ready, but he said I'm giving up. But I know Joseph. He says that to trick me. Yeah, it's a mind game. 100%. So. I may have to wait three years, four years, five years. <laughs> Sometime when will come back, at my your, fridge is going to be upside down.
2: So. No, no, it'll be at your wedding. You'll, like, cut into your cake and you'll see his autograph in the middle of the cake <laughs> or something. You know, like, that's what's going to happen.
6: Joseph's really
7: paranoid, though, too, by the way. We drove around for 30 minutes looking for his golf cart, thinking you took it, <laughs> by the way. And he's like, I, I, I asked Simon. He, he, he told me he didn't take it, but I don't trust him. Oh, so, yeah.
1: So we checked every single golf cart that was parked so, in the back. I definitely it. thought it was done when you signed his mom. I thought that was just <laughs> yeah. the
6: end of the contest. I want to backtrack on the golf cart deal because I almost got in trouble for it. Oh, <laughs> And it. I wasn't even part of it. So whoever did that, the next day, some, uh, you know, some of the Penske people were like, he can't, he can't, he can't do that stuff to the team property. And I'm like, I didn't do nothing. I would do something better than that.
2: <laughs> I know what that feels like. Cause I think to this day, Connor still blames me for the bus prank that was pulled on him last no. year, but that was not I, me. I also <laughs> think no, no, was, he, it was Tony. You figured it out? Yeah. It was not Tony.
3: No, no. I mean, I know I, I blame Tony, but it wasn't him. It was my crew guys. So we're going to ask you guys a couple questions. Simon first superstitions before you get in the car. Either the night before, the day of, moments before, whatever you want.
6: No. 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 I, no, I, just, I, no. I just go left side. That's the only... Really? Thing. But yeah. like, even if, you even if you've in, been getting in on the right side. I'm sorry? Even if you've been getting
3: in on the right side. So, like, what if the right side's against pit wall? I always go left side. You walk around. Yeah.
2: Oh, so, right. what would happen if you had to get in from the right side? Would you care?
6: Yeah. I think I
2: would. That's a superstition, then. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's what that means. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
3: No, I don't have one.
2: I just like getting in from the left.
3: That's the the only
2: (laughs) thing I do,
6: yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. Fair.
7: Uh, I mean, I always get on the left as well. Left shoe
6: first and then get in the left. You put your left shoe
2: on first? Yes. You're nuts.
6: I have a good one. I did have a good one before. When I was younger, you know, when you're coming up, you think you need to do all these things to make it work, right? I had the same underwear for years.
2: Stop wow. talking. Let's just. We'll move on. We're going to move on. And you
6: said you weren't superstitious. I know. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that at the beginning. Now it's okay.
2: All right. <laughs> you wore the same underwear. Same every day. What at the race truck? Yes. So like three days in a row. Yes. Yes. A pair that you sweat in. Yes. All day. All day. You wear it. So
3: so James <laughs> clearly yeah, he he can. didn't right, pee in his suit. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you went, pee my, He oh, didn't that's pee good. in his suit. Yeah. This time. We don't know that. All right, well, J- James, what, what about you guys? James, Alex, what are your, some of your superstitions? No. Okay. But? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, just no. Just no.
2: Superstitious about not being superstitious. You are. Okay. What about yeah. your, your stop and go shoes? It's not a superstition. It's just fun. It's fashion. It's fashion. You should understand that. You've got good taste in shoes.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
2: Not today, but, like, sometimes. Just sometimes. (laughs) Every
3: once in a while, yeah. But
2: no, my my whole thing is, like, there's some drivers, and I won't mention Tony Kanan's name, that have, like, so many superstitions that are just outrageous. It's left shoe first. It's right glove first. It's get it from this side of the car. It can't be a new suit in a race. It's got to be a suit he's worn in practice. I'm like, bro, if you think the order that you put on your gloves dictates how you're going to do today, get the hell away from me on the racetrack, because you're out of your damn mind. And I broke him up, but he had this whole new suit rule, and in Long Beach one year, he qualified like 15th or something, because we were having this argument, like, I'm like, you're nuts. If you think this is a thing, you're nuts. (laughs) So I said, look, you qualified 15th, you can't do much worse than that. Put on a new suit for the race and tell me how it goes. He finished fourth in the race. And he was like, all right, you win. (laughs) So like, I'll never, I don't care what order I put my stuff on, I don't have a lucky suit, lucky underwear, what? I know. I just, I just go drive. It was red. I wow. don't need to know that, Simon. Wow. Bo- Boxers
3: or briefs or what? Boxers. There, wow. you know?
2: All right, how many speeding tickets have you had? Um, I just got one. <laughs> when?
6: But Yeah, just before Indy. <laughs> Where? In Charlotte. How fast
2: were you going? Faster than, it, than I thought. That's okay. I'm not the cop. You can tell me. Yeah, that's what I told him. Yeah. He no, didn't yeah. believe me. Ongoing no, investigation. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not convicted. Yeah. No, what was it? Like, were, you, were you 10 over? Were you 20 over? 100 uh, over?
6: Uh, yeah, I was t- 22, actually. Ooh, 22 over. Weird. Weirdly. Yeah, 22 over. Yep. Yeah. I, I go through cycles. Like, this is going to be for like six months, I'm going to get a lot. Then I don't get any for two years. I don't know why. Every time. I'm the same. Yeah? Yeah. Sucks. I went, I, what are you looking at me like? Nothing. That? I didn't say anything. Well, I went
3: like eight years without getting a speeding ticket, and then I got a couple in like a short a period of time.
2: A couple? Yes. Okay. Find a couple, because a couple's two. <laughs> like, I gave the,
3: back my Tahoe
7: last year with a written warning <laughs> to Alexander Rossi in the center console.
2: <laughs> That's not when a he, ticket The one time you drove <laughs> That's my a car, all right, a all warning. Right. How yeah. many times were you pulled over? A couple. That's two. <laughs> You're saying two times? A couple. Bim is shaking his head. He's saying that's What's the I've never been of your pulled license? over with
1: you in the car. I've heard stories. From who? All
2: right, next question. <laughs> no, I don't think Connor answered the question. How many speeding tickets have you had?
7: Well, I, uh, well my Subaru broke down, so my tickets are uh, on a low streak right now. Not a lot. <laughs> your Subaru that went 70. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Did it was you get a lot weird. of
2: speeding tickets in the Subie? Yeah,
7: I never got a speeding ticket until I was 18, believe it or not. So you were 18 that's not an accomplishment What's well, two years like, that's my license not, that's for not years. a
2: lot I think that's alright Becky have you ever had a speeding ticket
7: she how doesn't drive you, you drive her
2: she's been driving 12 years no speeding the, that's because she's a pass, nice so. lady okay she's no, a nice no because she's lady. a pretty girl she gets out of the ticket that's the difference You're exactly not- I yeah I, I don't know how
7: many I have recently but I haven't had enough to have my license suspended so that's good
6: that's good
1: <laughs> uh, alright well we're, we're coming to the end of this so I just want one question for all of you before we go favorite racing movie? Well, that's simple. Uh, Simon, you want to start us off? Grand Prix. Grand Prix. I would have taken you for Talladega Nights. Yeah. Sorry? <laughs> I would have thought Talladega Nights. You said movies,
6: I wasn't in it, you said. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Right? Are you sure? No, no. <laughs> I said movies that was. I liked that I wasn't in.
2: Ah. Oh, I didn't uh, specify but
6: that's, that's what fine. I meant.
2: That's Can I tell the Atlantic Banquet story? Yeah. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like, cue you up and then you have to deliver the line. I'm going to tell the story, and I'm going to point to you, and you've got to say what you said at the Atlantic Banquet in 2006.
6: Yes, you know, I remember. Okay.
2: Yep. So, 2006, Simon moves to America, right? He was this long-haired, soft-spoken French kid. He comes to the Atlantic Series, and he kicks all our asses. Thanks for that, by the way. <clears throat> he wins the championship, like super quiet, super introverted, he kept him very polite, very soft-spoken, and we get to the banquet. He's the champion, and Telegonites <laughs> has recently come out. And uh, we go through third place, they do their speech, we go through second place to their speech. Simon goes up and does his speech, and he gets up on stage, and the room's dead silent, and they're all looking at him, and he just kind of looks out over the room for a second, complete silence, and then he opens with, (laughs) I defeat you, Ricky Bobby.
5: That was and that was the room died. It, was,
6: it was the only way I was gonna say something. <laughs> I was you, so stressed.
2: Eddie Walks literally had a heart attack. Like, that's not even a joke. Like we had to get medical attention in the room. It was so funny. It was so unexpected.
3: So All that's right. that's the um, that's in the top three of my favorite banquet quotes. The other two of my favorites are Connor Daly thanking our founding fathers. <laughs> <laughs> and also... You're welcome. James Davison saying he was as good at restarts as Tony Kanaan. Wow. That was a good... That <laughs> that was, was, oh, yeah, those are, those oh are some of my favorites. That was something. Yeah. That's yeah a pretty, doozy. Pretty That's special. a
7: doozy. Some,
2: All right, favorite racing movie, Connor?
7: Um, I think I'm going to get some heat for this, but I would like to say Fast and the Furious, one through nine.
2: Okay, so we said... <laughs> We said racing movie, not kids' Yeah, lots kids of racing. Movie. No, yeah. illegal racing street racing, that's dangerous. You shouldn't do it.
3: That's why his license was, was suspended. We're promoting an illegal
2: yeah. activity. Simon knows cops. They closed the roads off. It was, it was they, very like, legal. Half the movie was, is about running there away nine, from cops. Yep. Was there a nine? Yes, for sure. 100%. Did I miss no, it? It doesn't matter. There's too many. That's not, it doesn't matter. the number of I, think there's, I think there's Favorite like, actual racing movie? I,
7: I uh, stand with my answer.
2: <laughs> Sir, let's go. Are we really gonna? We really gonna support? Well, this?
7: basically, every. I mean, Talladega Nights is clearly number one. Uh, just it is for films in general. Just like oh, okay, yeah, like just film <laughs> favorite filmography. I do think it
1: won an Oscar. Then, writing, yeah. cinematography. Cinem- yeah,
7: exactly. Yeah. All that soundtrack, stuff.
2: screenplay, Theater. best original score. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: love-driven. Love it. <laughs>
2: That's literally no one has ever. It said makes that. you look.
7: It makes racing drivers look really cool, though.
2: It makes us look super talented. I wish I could yeah. pick up quarters with my tire while I, know. I was driving.
7: That's what <laughs> I'm telling you. It's it's Copy. pretty
2: cool.
5: Copy.
7: Turbo. Turbo is a great movie. Great
2: film. Good call. Good call. I would go with Grand Prix. I'm with I'm with Simon on that. Okay, one. fine. That, you guys uh, are real humans. You'll never be so. Like Rush was a really good one as well, right? Yeah. And like. But Rush was done in a time where there's things like CGI, where Driven was done in a time where they literally had to strap the human body to the front of a car holding a camera to get an onboard shot. Like (laughs) that, and it's the real cars and it's the real tracks. It's not just a computer screen and and, and computer-generated images. I want somebody to make that movie today. You know, I want like the real cars, like let's really race them, let's really crash them, (laughs) throw the computers out and do it properly. It'll just never happen. So that's why for me, Grand Prix is like the top.
3: Oh, you just talked for so long. I figured we were over that segment.
2: Awesome. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, on that bomb show, I want to thank you so much for coming out to the first Off Track live show. Thank Thank you, Simon Pagino, Connor Daly, Alex Rossi, that guy over there. Really appreciate the support. All the best. We'll do it again next year. Thanks for coming out.
1: Thank you guys for coming. In a mobile-first business environment, you need to stay engaged with your customers and employees. Corano is a communications workflow platform that powerfully connects people, process, software, and systems to create better business outcomes for companies in every vertical. Corano provides a full suite of tools to optimize business processes and enhance customer engagement, including voice, chat plus, SMS texting, conference calling, the Bolt Softphone, enterprise-level call centers, and more. Isn't it time your communications platform joined the digital transformation? For more information, go to buildbetterworkflows.com. IndyCarNation gave away more than 5,000 experiences last season. Join now at IndyCarNation.com and get access to tons of VIP benefits all season long. Special thanks to Indy Carnation for hosting us for this live show today at IMS. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. You can stay in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is Track, or you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram or Snapchat story. We're also taking emails at ask at and phone calls at 317-731-2372. If we like what you have to say, we'll mention it on the next show, so you better make it good. We're also on Twitter at, at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to keep up with me, though I have no idea why you'd like to, Producer Thim is at, at TheTimDurham. Special thanks to Bob and Tom for coming aboard. You can hear them all across the country, coast to coast, and follow them on Twitter. Their handle is at Bob and Tom. The music you heard this episode was written by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library and Breakmaster Cylinder, and the show was produced by Chris Boniello and Jeff Umbro of The Podglomerate, as well as myself, Tim Durham. Also, Peter Vincer, Matt Monrian, and Lucy Shen at CastBox. Off-Track with Hinchin Rossi is a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Off-Track with Hinchin Rossi wherever you get podcasts. But we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best.
5: The Podglomerate.